Hey everybody, welcome to the Bad Job Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Laura. And today, we are actually just going on the fly here with things that we're talking <laughs> about. Because, uh, yeah, we don't prepare for things. A.K.A. we don't know what we're talking about just yet. But, the good point is, in the last five seconds, I have figured out some things to talk about. So well, that's convenient, I still haven't. <laughs> we're going to start out with a game that I started playing this weekend. I played it once. Uh, my brother had a copy, and... Let me play it. It was Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah. You did tell me you were getting that. Yes. Now, the first one, I love the first one. It has a storyline, but it's fully multiplayer. Mm -hmm. You don't ever play a single-player aspect in the first game. No. Yeah. You always play with people. It drove me nuts. It was a good storyline. It was fun gameplay, but I was like, God damn it. I would like to not have to deal with people at some point playing this game. Second game? Did a single-player storyline. Now, it's still multiplayer heavy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's still the main aspect of the game is going on with other people and playing and everything like that. But they do have a, I gotta say, a solid storyline. I played that thing just about straight through. And it took me like a couple hours, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a very long campaign. But for that type of game, you don't want that long of a campaign. Because it just feels like it's dragging out at that point. You know, it was a good six, seven-hour campaign. Was it really? Yeah. It seemed, like it seemed like it was shorter when I was watching you play. Well, that was because I was down here when everybody else was asleep since like 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh. <laughs> so. Makes sense. No it helps on that one. But I gotta say, the gameplay has only gotten better on the second one. A lot smoother action, a lot cooler guns. It, it just all works together even better. Uh, so I really gotta say, it was a pretty vast improvement on the first one. And that's not often that you get that with a sequel. No, it's not. Uh, sadly, a lot of games... So It's really early still, so I cannot talk. Um, Yeah, a lot of games, their sequels, they try to hype them up, and they try to make them seem like, this could be the best game ever, even better than the second. Nope. Yeah, and they all just fall flat. This one, I gotta say, took everything good about the first one and just made it better. That's good. I mean, it looks good. I have no real interest in Titanfall, maybe because I haven't played it before. I think you'd have fun. I have so many things I'm playing, though. I just, I can't invest anymore. So what's one that you're playing right now? I'm actually playing, okay, so last episode I talked about I was playing um, Overwatch. So so many great things about it. I loved it. Well, my husband actually found this game on Steam called Paladins. It's, you had said something about yeah, that. Yeah, it's free to play. Um, you know, it has, you can spend money, but it's not spending money on being the best person ever. It's like spending money on looking pretty. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. you can buy loot, loot chest and stuff like that, but the game's totally free. It's, um, there is no single player yet because it's kind of in beta still. Oh, I think eventually right. they're going to make it a legit big game. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just like Overwatch. Like, I'm serious. Like, every single thing about it is just like Overwatch. So nice. it's, you know, you have a character, you play against other people, and it's really fun to be in beta. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Well, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to check that one out, especially yeah. since it's free. Yep. I like free. Free to play on Steam. And, like, luckily, the reason this here we're playing so many games is because we're finding so many awesome games on Steam that are free or, like, God, freaking under, like, 10 bucks. Like, Steam, if you guys don't go on there, you need to because they have so many specials going on. Oh, and Steam always does. That's, that's one of the things that people... Uh, 
you'll see a lot of the things pop up when the winter sale and summer sales mm-hmm. and spring sales and sales Halloween sales go on. Sales because we need a sale. Oh sales my celebrate God. sales. They have so many sales. It is such a way, and I will warn you ahead of time on this, guys, it's a good way to lose a lot of money. Oh, good games. Because they are good games, but you, you will, if you get sucked into it, you'll end up dropping cash. Oh, yeah. And one thing I'm excited, like, during one of their sales is we got the um, Steam Link, I believe it's called. Yeah. So basically you take your games that you're playing on the PC and you can put them on your TV. We have not tried it yet, so I can't review that yet. So hopefully soon we'll figure that out. That would be awesome. That would be really cool on that one, too. But I gotta say, a little bit of a bunny trail here before we jump into something else. Steam and Origin, the, mm-hmm. the game platforms. There's a couple more out there, like... Uh, GOG and everything like that. Um, such an awesome aspect of gaming. Oh, yeah. I mean, Origin, one. you have Origin Access, which we have that. You get, it's like four ninety nine a month, and you get access to, Jesus, the older Titanfalls are on there, Dead Space is on there. Um, there's, like, so All of the uh, Dragon Age. Yeah, all of the Dragon Age. Mass there's so effects. many games you have. And they also give you the access to, like, free demos. They give you... Um, all sorts of perks, like you get like 10% off on like future purchases on Origin. It's awesome. For $4.99 a month, man, you know how much I waste? Sure. Yeah. Man, I spend more than that just going to work every day, picking up snacks and crap. I know, so. But I gotta say, it Steam started out with, you know, Half-Life and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Valve Yeah. opened it all up uh, with that one. And I've had my account since then. You know, I used to play the old uh, Counter-Strike. Josh and I used to do that when we were younger. And uh, we would do that. It was awesome. And it's just built on itself to the point where it, it it's a great concept to have for games. Now, admittedly, I, I look at it the same way I look at my Voodoo account. Mm-hmm. You know, one day, sometime in the future, yeah. it's not going to exist anymore. You will no longer have me. Which kind of sucks. But at least with that aspect... Uh, all of the games are there and downloaded, so, I mean, at least if I have a heads up, I can maybe download all of my games. Well, it's nice, too, because, I don't know if you've noticed it, like, I bought a laptop mm, two years ago. So, two years ago, this was happening, that laptops, they don't have drives anymore. Yeah. And when I first got that laptop, I was like, what the fuck? What, what is this magic? <laughs> what is this? I mean, our PCs, of course, have them, but, you know, we're going to get to a point where it's going to be like, nope, it's all going to be USB. The world changes. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the old as fuck. And hey, cross my fingers, it all sticks around forever. What till the world ends? Which will be in a couple of years. Tomorrow. <laughs> you gotta love it. Oh, uh, but I also got, when I bought Titanfall 2, I got Battlefield 1. Now, Josh has already got that on the PS4. He's already played through it. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I played the. Uh, the flying part where you were doing the I did the, the flying thing. That was fun. That was an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. I did I did have fun with that one. The controls on that were so much better than I the old hate battlefields. Flying in any sort of game. <laughs> any game that I have to fly and do an obstacle course where I'm flying or go through hoops flying, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I will skip it or I will just let somebody do it for me because I cannot stand it. Uh gotta love it. It it is it's one of those things that a lot of games don't get right. Because everybody hates it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, off of that little bit of a bunny trail, I'm going to jump into something awesome that I, I've, I've wanted to do this since I first found this Japanese video of it 
years and years and years okay. ago when I was in I will high stop school. you because when you put the word I want to do this in Japanese in a sentence, there are very various things <laughs> that come to mind. As we talked about before, there's the vending machine of women's so, underwear. Super not creepy on this one. Okay. Uh, these are called well, there's a different word for them everywhere. I like to just call them rage rooms. Mm-hmm. These are the rooms where you walk in and it's got this setting, whether it's a living room or a dining room or whatever, and you pay money to walk into this place and just fucking destroy everything. Whoa. I mean, it is... And you... The videos I saw back in the day, you'd see those nice button-down Japanese businessmen in their suits, and they'd walk in with their little helmet and safety glasses on, Aww. and then you just see them freak. And just start shattering stuff up against the wall. They pick up the tables and throw them. I mean, just demolish everything within reach. They've got into where you can bust up TVs, you can bust up microwaves, you can just... I mean, anything you can get your hands on is just fair game in That's this room. That's pretty cool. I have wanted to build one of these so much because talk about a business plan. That won't fail. Everybody gets pissed at some point. Everybody has a time in their life where they're just frustrated and can't do anything. And, you know, everybody has their way of venting. You get hobbies. You play games. You go shooting. You go archery. Whatever. You know, everybody's got their things to let off steam. But how awesome would it be to just have a room where you could walk into and just destroy it? Regardless of an outlook for, like, anger and, like, frustration, man, I could be totally happy and still want to go fuck some shit up. Talk about straight out fun, too. I mean, literally just frisbee and shit into the wall and just having no issues with it, no problems. It's not like you're destroying your things and things like that. I mean, I destroy enough of my own things. Like, we're notorious in our household of breaking stuff. I say this year alone we have broken three keyboards, two mo- two, two or three monitors. Um, we are not not fans of keeping things not broken. Yeah, but those are all accidents. It's not like you picked up the monitor and chucked it across that the room. That you know of. Oh, well, that is true. I was upstairs when most of it happened. Um, no, <laughs> I think the whole idea is awesome for these rooms. I, A, would not want to clean it up. That would be a downside of it. I would not want to do that. And B, man, can you just imagine, like, going to town, like, breaking something and then get, like, a shrapnel of TV in your face? Well, that's why they have, like, the safety stuff on. You see a um, lot of them with, like, the shields and... Oh, and things like that? that covering up your face. Why be you safe? Just, just go balls to the wall and just go <laughs> put your life in danger at the same time. Oh, that'd be great. I'd have so much fun I don't even that. think we have those in America, do we? Oh, I, there are. are there are a few now. It, I'm, apparently, over the last few years, it's actually become a thing here, too. I think there's one down in Dallas and a couple of different places. But they don't look as nice. Like the, if you Because if, I can't find the old Japanese videos anymore. But theirs were like nice, built... Rooms, sets, basically. you know, yeah, you would walk in and it would look like you're standing. The ones that there are nowadays just have like the shitty walls and like concrete floors. And that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, I would imagine it would make it a lot easier. But I think the whole appeal to it would, for me, would be rather walk into a room that's like set. Yes, like it looks like a beautiful dining room, room with a turkey dinner. Or, yeah, you know, a bar scene. I don't know. So, like I said, going to like a room where you look like you're about to get drugged and raped and kidnapped. Yeah. And that's pretty much what the rooms nowadays look like here in America. Which, go, go, America. No. Go, go, America. But speaking of the rage rooms, 
there's one room that we're actually looking at for Josh's birthday. Oh, yeah. Which are the escape rooms. I am... I'm scared. Not because it's scary. Because I feel like I would be dumb as shit in these rooms. I am slightly concerned that it's going to be one of those things where you just walk in and nothing. No clues, no nothing. You're just kind of stuck. And it's like, well, shit. Well, that, or we'll all walk in and be like, knowing how all of us think, like, we don't all think typical. We're going to walk in and be like, oh, it's this blue dot on this wall. You just press it four (laughs) times. Done. I'm kind of worried about that, too. We've all got our weird specialties in coming up with odd shit and thinking outside the box. So it's either going to stump all of us, or we're going to walk in and be out of that room in, like, five minutes. Which I don't think is the case. I think they designed these rooms to, like, do things on a time schedule, so that way people don't beat them in five minutes. Yeah. Because these rooms are kind of, like, they're pricey. It's, like, 25 bucks a person. You go in, I think it's an hour you have to solve the theme, um, which was pretty cool to look what kind of themes they come up with. There's, like, a bank heist. There's one that actually, I believe you start off handcuffed and kidnapped. Yeah. Which I think that'd be cool. Just oh, yeah. To give that whole feeling. But um, not the feeling of, hey, I want to be kidnapped, so please don't come kidnap me. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's really cool all the thought they put into it. I'm just, you know, I'm worried. Like, we're thinking it's going to be so much fun, and we're going to go and be like, this is a fucking kid puzzle. Done. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes the kid puzzles are the worst. I know. Kids man. think differently than adults, man. You can walk into a little kid puzzle and just have no fucking clue. Have a little three-year-old come up and just make you look like a dumbass. It happens daily in my life. Daily. Yeah. <laughs> so, jumping on to things that we're looking forward to this year. Uh, Mindhunter. It's an original series coming on Netflix. And this is based off of a book... As far as I can tell, it's based off of a book that I have actually read by uh, John Douglas, I want to say was his name. One of the original guys that started the profiler division at the FBI. So true story sort of deal? Well, no, 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 no. Not the way that they're going with it. The way they're going with it is all, you know, obviously, you know, dramatized and having fun and everything like that. But I think they're going to actually pull in a bunch of the things that they set up in the books with... uh, all of that, which will be awesome mm. as hell. Uh, but funny enough, Mindhunter, you know, the people that started that stuff, mm-hmm. was actually the original basis, not the book Mindhunter, but, you know, the people that built that thing were the original basis of the Silence of the Lambs and Hannibal and all of that. Oh, wow. You know, the, the, the hunting of them. It was all based off of these people that had started these things. Now, admittedly, yes, again, they took a lot of dramatic license with everything, with Dr. Lecter and everything. But it all tied into it, so it's fun to watch how they're going to handle this one on a more grounded, hopefully, you know, straightforward aspect of it. Yeah, I watched the trailer a little bit before we started, and I part of me wants to be like, well, that looks stupid, but I am also half awake. So (laughs) it's very possible I just need to watch it again. I think it's interesting. Again, I've always said it, Netflix puts out some pretty awesome originals. Yeah. So I have high hopes for it. And it's got Anna Torv in it, which was the chick from uh, Fringe, which I don't think I've seen her in anything else, like at all, besides that show. I really cannot pin her in anything. I don't know. 
I think just for Energy Revenge is such a good show, which oh, I yeah, was it was still yet to finish. Oh, so That's good. what I should watch now. That's what I've been thinking about what show to watch next. I yeah. think I should watch French. I will give you a heads up. It does kind of jump the shark on the last season. Well, what shows don't? Which, I gotta say, even when it did jump the shark, it was pretty fucking awesome still. Mm. It, was, <laughs> it was still pretty goddamn cool. Because it literally, like, tied so many weird knots. <laughs> we just grabbed this thing out of left field and we're going to put it here. Makes no sense, but it will soon. Yep. And I, I always thought it was pretty awesome. Now, another one that I'm watching right now is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, gosh. Now, yes, okay, ha, 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 everything. But I enjoy that show. A, I like cop shows for the most part because they're fun to watch. You know, Law and Order. You've got your, you know, old, you know, Hill Street Blues going back in the day and everything like that. But this one, I love the comedy aspect mixed with it. So, yeah, I mean, you you see bits and pieces of crimes here and there, and you get to see the parts of the, you know, figuring things out. But it does bring that more, you know, human office joking situations in with yeah. it a lot. And I think it's a damn good laugh. I had the first two seasons on my Voodoo account for years and kind of got through the second season before I just kind of trailed off on it. And uh, I finally went back and started watching it, got the third and fourth season, which isn't even done yet. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes from that one. Um, I'm not watching anything. <laughs> not at that all. for an answer at all. At I don't watch TV at all. Oh, come on. You watch Rescue Bots. I watch Rescue Bots all day, every day. All day. Roll to the rescue. I know. Oh, <laughs> my life is a kid cartoon. No, um... Watching, I'm still watching Law and Order, sort of. Um, my husband's watching Supernatural, which is, you know, I thought it'd be cool because I'm like, oh yeah, I can just catch up on any episode because I've seen it before. Well, except for like a couple of newer seasons. Man, I like try to watch it. He's like, oh, season two, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. What the fuck? And that so we talked about that yesterday was Supernatural. I think at first it was so hard to like just jump in. Yes. Because there's so much going on. I love the show. I had to show, and I. People are gonna kill me for saying this. I'm sorry. I think the show should be over. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that show should have ended at season five. Now, admittedly, I will say this: some really cool shit has happened in the future seasons. I I won't Everyone take that dies. away from them. At one point or another. Yeah, I know. It's like not even a spoiler because it happens. Like they take yeah. turns every other season. Like who's gonna die this time? Don't you come back? It's cool. But I mean, I gotta say, after, after season five, that should have been the ending. And honestly, that was originally supposed to be the ending. Mm -hmm. Fans, was season I five. But it had such a good fan base and everything like that. Money, money, money. Let's keep mm -hmm. it going. So they kept it going. And I gotta say, there's times in that show where it'll dip down into one of its lows mm -hmm. that'll last for about half a season. Oh yeah. Oh. But then it it. I gotta say, it always crawls itself back and, and hits that peak again to where it becomes interesting. Wow. So, I mean, it, it kind of throws it off to that point. But uh, it's a fun show. I it should say, it should be over by now. Yeah, but I have to say one good thing about Supernatural is they do listen to their fan base a whole lot. I think that's one reason yep. they're around still is because they listen to the fan base. And from what I can tell, I've never met any of the actors, but when I've seen them like, at Comic-Cons, like videos of it, I think they just actually do the show still because they love it. Like they I think they enjoy what they do. Love it. And they love their fans. And, like, the fan base is really great. And I I do think the show should be done. 
I say that too because I don't want to have to. I don't want more episodes to catch up with. <laughs> like, please don't add more to my watch list. Like, I, I have so many shows I need to watch, and I just don't do it because I watch Rescue Bots all day. There you go. Just be jealous. I watch Rescue Bots. <laughs> now I will say this: with Supernatural, when it first came out, I thought it was going to be like the new X Files. I thought it was going to be that yes, there's overarching stories that tie everything together. But a lot more Monster of the Week stuff. A lot more... It is what it is. Getting into it. It is and it isn't. In the beginning, in the beginning it was more like In like the first season, it was. Mm -hmm. But then like the second season, that's where from like the second season to like the fifth, you really can't miss too many episodes. Oh yeah. Because there's not a lot of throwaways. It's all story. Angels and demons. Yeah, it's all story going all the way through it. So I mean... You can miss some of the episodes that are considered throwaway episodes, but it is extremely heavy on the serialization of it. And I think that's one reason I haven't actually invested time into catching up. Because, you know, with having children, you know, I tend to watch shows that I can just catch up on here and there. I can throw on my clean, like, Supernatural. I have to sit there and be like, what's going to be going on now, Shaggy? I mean... It's not <laughs> well, the good thing with me on that one is that I can turn Supernatural on in the background because I've just watched it so many times. I remember the episodes, I so I can just can. I can hear it in the background and know what's going on. I can't. Plus, I have this whole issue where I have to watch shows with subtitles because I have to read what they're also saying. I have to freak. do that just for the most part because I my hearing is weird. It's like I can I can hear things from across the room when people whisper, mm -hmm. but if I'm sitting in front of somebody having a conversation with them, there's times where they'll like say a complete sentence and it just won't register in my brain. Hmm. I just look at them with that's that weird. dumb fucking look on my face, like, "What did you just say?" And that's just your face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. just kind of my resting face. Of, just, what the fuck are you talking about? I just like it. I like to read while I. Uh watch i'm that person i can't oh, i used to drive people nuts with subtitles they fucking hated watching movies with me every time before we started i'm like subtitles on i need to read my read my words <laughs> all right deadpool 2 oh my gosh yes that is the sorry i was stretching as i did that <laughs> um, that's the one thing i did want to talk about so they released the teaser trailer yeah <sighs> like deadpool <laughs> deadpool this deadpool version because, you know, we have the X-Men Origins one. No. You don't fucking talk about that. I was ready for, ready for the Get out of the fucking house. You're off the podcast. <laughs> um, no, even that little trailer that was like five minutes long, if that was hilarious. Yeah. It doesn't disappoint. You had Stan Lee in it. Like, it's so funny. Like, I really love what Ryan Reynolds is doing. It is Ryan Reynolds, right? Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. I really do love what he's doing with this character. The movie's hilarious. Like, oh, the first yeah. one is. So, I am not going to be disappointed in the second one. And honestly, I got to say this, even before Deadpool came out, well, mostly before Deadpool came out, a lot of people gave Ryan Reynolds shit about, mm -hmm. you know, being an actor and everything like that. I honestly can't tell you anything that he's done that I did not enjoy. X-Men Origins. Yeah, I was going to have a caveat on that one. <laughs> now, that was not a, a knock on his acting abilities. He yeah. worked with what he had. They gave him crap. And I will say this as well with Green Lantern. Okay, I was going to say that He one. worked with what he had. Oh, that, that was terrible. That was a whole bunch of bad ideas just coming together in a perfect little shitstorm. 
You're right. We have a shitstorm for you, but your pretty face hopefully will make up for yeah. it. And it did because a pretty face does sell movies. There you go. But no, what he's doing with Deadpool two is freaking amazing. Oh yeah, it and, out... and it's great. It's got a good good joke oh. and everything. It's great. 2019, possibly. Oh. oh my god. Yeah. Well, no. Come on. You saw that coming. No, Some of these I things didn't. just take a long time to do. Yeah. It just. Oh. Ugh, really? 2019, <laughs> like, two more years to wait for this shit? Little bit. But, jumping back to, uh, to the actor, I did want to bring up another movie that he has done in the past mm-hmm. that a lot of people I don't think have seen, and I think it's on Netflix, mm-hmm. but it's literally an entire movie of Ryan Reynolds trapped in a box. What's in the box? Ryan Literally. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Though. Just, he is, he, it, almost the entire movie is him just in this little box with a cell phone trying to figure out what's going on and trying to figure out what's happening to him. Not going to give anything away about the movie because it's actually pretty fucking badass. I haven't seen that. What's it called? The Box? I want to say it's called like Trapped or something like that. But, I mean, just phenomenal with what they did with just that limited scope of what they were doing. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, Let's... I want to say it's trapped, but I'll, I'll, on the next podcast, I'll actually make sure I bring up the name of it so I can tell everybody in case they want to go and watch that one. Badass movie, and it, it just shows you right there that one person alone, if they're good enough, can hold an entire movie together. In a box. In a box. Oh, <laughs> well, at that point, I think we're going to go ahead and call it a day. I think so... that's a good idea. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See you next time.